1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Joining us now, one of the best young quarterbacks, nay, one of the best overall quarterbacks Here already after only two seasons in the National Football League. And this is one of the last guys we interviewed yes. together at the Scouting Combine in 2020 before you started throwing up in trash cans. Right. And with that, Justin Herbert. Justin, how are you,
3: pal? Doing well. How are you guys?
2: Good. You probably don't remember that at all, but we sat with you at the Combine and we thought after you left, we we're like, this guy's going to be pretty good. Like, we, we'd never talked to you. I'd never talked to you. We'd never met you, and we, just, we, we were really impressed. And you've, you've uh, made us look like not idiots, which is a difficult thing to do.
3: Well, I appreciate that. You know, it was kind of a a tough situation uh, if you go back two years, but uh, had a lot of fun since then and just have enjoyed playing football so far. At
1: at the time, like, you know, there was all the talk, right, Justin, when you were coming out, all these people had question marks, you know, oh, you know, know, there's a few games you didn't play great in your, you know, quarterback efficiency rankings weren't good. Oh, what will he be like once he has to leave the state of Oregon? Because he's like a bubble boy, apparently. Do you like, do you laugh at that now when you look at, look back at it, how like ridiculous some of the
3: dissecting of you was I thought it was a great opportunity for me to answer some of those questions and you do look back and you kind of look and you kind of realize that maybe there wasn't all all that much truth to it right and uh to be myself to be genuine to go there to answer those questions and to go to the senior bowl the combine and be able to to put my myself out there on the line and show them who I really was um you know I thought that was a great chance for me to go out there and do that What's been the biggest thing that surprised you about the NFL two seasons into your career? I think the speed of the game is still um, so incredibly fast. I still have to adjust to that. And as soon as I got down to Southern California and got to practicing with those guys, um, I I threw a screen pass to, I think, Keenan. But Melvin Ingram reached up with one hand and and picked it off. And like it was nothing, like he just did it regularly. And um, ever since then, you kind of realize that every guy that's on your team was the guy from where they are. And they're so fast they're much bigger stronger and you can't run away with things you can't get away with anything so it's been a fun challenge so far
1: do you, are you aware of or I mean can you sit back and understand the success you're having you're the first quarterback ever to have 30 plus touchdowns you know two years in a row I mean Justin Herbert you're, you got to be voted in and start over Patrick Mahomes in the Pro Bowl. To me, that was a moment where I was like, whoa, like fans and the players actually are going to do this. This is amazing. Uh, are you able to sit back and digest that and kind of realize what you've done and the accomplishments so far?
3: I think it is a huge honor. Um, you know, we've put in so much work these past two seasons and, you know, the, the season hasn't always gone our way. And that's the unfortunate part about the NFL is you're playing really good teams week in and week out. Um, But to have the guys that we have, the receivers, the tight ends, quarterbacks, running backs and offensive linemen, they've done an incredible job blocking, catching, running routes. Um, You know, I'm not here without them. And they make my job so much easier. So it's been so much fun to be a part of.
2: Do you like being in the same division with Patrick Mahomes and competing with him head to head and facing him twice a year? Do you ever find yourself looking at the NFL's configurations of teams saying, boy, you know, life would be a lot easier in this division, not the one that I'm currently assigned to?
3: I think it would be a lot easier being outside of that. But at the same time, it's a great opportunity to, to play the best. Um, you know, the Chiefs, it's, they've had so much success over the past couple of years. And um, you wouldn't really want it any other way. You want to go up against those guys. You want to play them um, because they're going to make you better. You know, they're going to find your weaknesses and they're going to exploit that. And so, um, you know, it might, it might be tough. You know, you're going to play against those guys, but it's going to make you better. And I think in the long run, um, that's what you want.
1: Yeah, I hear that. Now I want to get to a little some of the nitty gritty of your football season. You know, fourth downs especially, right? That's got to, you've got to answer this question a few times. You know, just playing quarterback. You know, Brandon Staley, obviously very aggressive. You know, what's your feel, your thoughts? Do you love it the fact that he's so aggressive and always gives you one opportunity? You know, one more opportunity on fourth downs.
3: Selfishly, as the quarterback, I want to be on the field for for every fourth down. Right. And whether that's smart or not, that's not my call to make. And um, whether it's fourth and short, fourth and long, you know, I really believe in the guys that we have. And uh, I believe that if we don't get it, our defense can come up with a stop. And and so having that opportunity of going for it and ultimately changing the game, if you do get those, you know, I think that's big for our team uh, because of how aggressive we are.
2: Nuts and bolts. How much input do you have in the decision or, or the play call? Are you involved in that or is that all predetermined out of your hands? I've only been doing this two years. I'll defer to the system that's around me.
3: Um, I think it's kind of finding that balance between the two because, you know, we've got an incredible coaching staff that have been around for so long. They know what they're doing. You know, I trust them completely. But at the same time, if there is a play that maybe I don't want to run or there are a couple of plays that I really do like, um, I feel comfortable going to them and talking with them about that because um, at the end of the day, it's it's all of us together. And if we can all work together, uh, I think we'll be at our best.
1: What, what, what's Justin Herbert need to improve? I mean, you're kicking butt. You're definitely one of the best quarterbacks in football. Like, what do you look at after two years in the NFL and go, you know, I need to get better at this for year three?
3: Yeah, I think there, there's plenty of room for improvement. I think we could limit turnovers. Um, you know, I think 15 interceptions was too many this year. Um, a lot of them were on tipped passes and, and poor mis- poor throws. Um, I don't think too many were bad decisions, which I think is a positive. Uh, but I think footwork, continuing to step up in the pocket, get the ball out quickly. Um, work the protection, understand the protection, um, and, and to continue understanding our offense, so that when we do go out there on the play, knowing exactly what to do, which play to get to, how to audible, doing all those things that a quarterback, quarterback does. Do,
1: do you have to tell yourself sometimes to, hey, don't forget, I'm a, I'm really mobile, and I gotta, I can get outside the pocket and run. Like I felt like there was a time this year where all of a sudden. And I can't remember. It might have been the Pittsburgh game, the, the Sunday night football game, where I felt like all of a sudden you had a little bit more urgency or awareness to run and tuck the ball at times. Was that something that was really going through your head or you have to remind yourself of sometimes?
3: Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you bring up. Um, the Steelers played a lot of man against us. And so when the defensive backs, their backs returned to me, and if there was ever a lane to step up and run, um, you know, there was plenty of space to get up and, and kind of get away. And a lot of those were on third down, which, you know, I think were big third down conversions for us in that game because yeah. the game ended up being really tight. A lot of points were scored in that game. And any time that you're able to convert those third downs, whether it's through the air or on the ground, uh, it's important for the offense. And um, teams have, have done a better job of kind of filling those lanes. Uh, but for that game that we, we found, we just found a way to convert those. So that was big. Justin, you may have heard the
2: rumors are true. They're playing the Super Bowl in your stadium. Will you attend the game?
3: (laughs) Um, That's the tough the tough question to answer. Watching the playoffs and watching the Super Bowl um, as a player, you always want to be a part of it. And and since we're not, it's kind of tough because you want to be a part of it. And I haven't made my decision whether I'm going to be there or not. I know I'll watch the game one way or the other. um, But whether I attend, um, I don't know yet. Do you get
2: motivation from seeing that the Rams, the team that you share a stadium with, is here? Does that give you an extra little kick to see that between that and Joe Burrow? who was drafted the same year you were, obviously, does that give you extra impetus to say, hey, one of these years I'm not going to be available to do interviews the week of the Super Bowl because I'm going to be getting ready to play in it?
3: Oh, it totally does. And to see the Rams, to see the Cincinnati Bengals, um, you know, a team that we've played during the regular season as the Chiefs as well, um, you know, it does give you that motivation heading into the offseason. Um, you want to get back to weight weightlifting, to, to meetings, to throwing. Uh, because you want to be there and, and without football you know you don't have a whole lot going on so um, yeah I'm excited to get back to this off with our guys our teammates um, so that we can put ourselves in a position to to be here later who, who do you root
1: for I mean I know if I was in your shoes I'd go damn I don't want the team in my city to win and I also <laughs> know I'd go damn I don't want the guy that I was in the draft class to win and get one up on me early so like you know who we leaning towards right now Justin Herbert
3: that's another question that I have to answer as well. You know, you bring up really good points about that. And, um, you know, I think the real winner is the city of Los Angeles for hosting the Super Bowl. Look at you um, all
1: professional with these answers and stuff. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> you're good. You, that's why you are the quarterback right there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've had plenty of time to prepare for these, so good, I appreciate it. All right. Th- th- this is the <laughs> toughest and
1: most probing
2: question of the entire interview. Are you ready for it? Let's do it. Tell us what you're doing with Dr. Squatch
3: natural soap. Yeah, so Dr. Squatch and I, we're, we're, we're excited to announce this partnership because uh, they've done a great job producing high-performance care products, uh, soaps, shampoos, uh, deodorants that are free from synthetic materials and harsh chemicals, and um, you know, I've really enjoyed using it, and, and they've even sent it out to our offensive linemen as well, and I know they have too, so it's been great for us so far.
2: I'm yeah, all you for want the that. center. You want the center to to be uh, smelling yeah, good. You Chris want to knows to that sure well. Make sure
1: the center smells good. He <laughs> wants to make sure things are proper. Shotgun, you know? it's okay. Shotgun. He is in shotgun a lot, so yeah. his, his hands probably smell good more times than not.
2: <laughs> Chris has some fun with that because he played in Tampa. I played in Tampa. And and got a center that we used to
1: call a swamp ass. Right? You know, I, I was a, It was a constant thing of like not the ball would be wet in the second quarter. It'd be like I was throwing the ball in a rainstorm. So we have funny stories about that and cleanliness. But I. I like this logo on the shirt, too, Justin. That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, no, it's awesome. And, that, and what you mentioned, that couldn't have been easy. So, you know, everything to, to make our offense better, I'm all for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we started the interview
2: with Chris throwing up in the trash can from two years ago, and we end with Swamp Ass. Yeah, so great. Sounds there good. Somewhere. Justin, you were the first interview of the week that we did, and we appreciate talking to you. We look forward to talking to you
3: again real soon. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. You the man, Justin. Good luck, buddy. Appreciate you, too. Yeah. There's the
2: Santa Monica pier. Somewhere. I'm going to be there. I know. And are you going to ride game. the roller coaster? I Would hope you not. fit on the if, roller coaster. If they want
1: me to throw up, at the most these parks they have
2: the thing where you say yeah. you have to be this tall. Right. I think you you're beyond the
1: limit. Some of those safe limit scary. For some of these rides. No yes. doubt.
2: When you have to like put down
1: the thing, I'd be like, "Damn, my knees are there. That hurts." So, All right, here he yeah. is. One of our best Whoa. friends. My
2: buddy business, the Mad Dog. You know, when you're really good, they name a whole network after no, Oh, wait. I know. That's
4: talking no, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that Mad Dog Radio. My I mean, it is.
1: It's that's when you know you're. You know what else? You know you're big time. Will you just say like "screw it" to combing your hair anymore? Yeah, I know.
4: I have no fingers. Yeah, I don't have That's to do it. I don't know your star. And he, you know, he keeps his hair. He coughs superbly. <laughs> he's all he's the ready time. to ship out. Oh any my day. God, he's in Girl the right or spot. Or
2: USMC. <laughs> and he I know know to his father every week. Is. I talk to his I father do. once a week
4: for an hour. Do you know that?
1: No, Friday. every four
4: o'clock on Friday, yeah. he's on. Right, your yeah, dad is
1: proud that, of you. Proud of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I almost did it one week last year because he had a, a it was issue. Right, right. But I had to go to his house to use the machine. Yeah, he's got that have, machine. He's got, and he's not technically
4: inclined, so that's always loose. You
1: think? Uh, you you think? Oh, well, I can't get this machine to work today. Did you press the on button? Oh, damn! I did.
2: <laughs> dad was the MVP of Super Bowl Twenty-One yes, yes, for the nineteen eighty-seven Giants. were adapting to the. Washington new logo uh, right it wasn't the 86 Giants it's the 87
1: Giants <laughs> but, 22, gonna, out, of 22 of the, out of 25 good oh, day all of the that's right awesome it's cool to be back awesome. here because of that it really is. do you remember that game I do you yeah. do? what I were you was, about 10 no I was actually like six and a half oh six and, and a, a half I was a, like my dad or my mom would tell, I was a whiz kid like very aware of what was going on it was a it was a cool day oh, yeah, Rose back. Bowl Pasadena. Trailing you know. 10-9 at the half. Ten-9 is yes. a little dicey. You know,
4: and I did my trivia, you know, I do a big trivia to give away tickets to the Super Bowl, and right. one of the guys we used this year, they had a guess who the name was, was Louis Wright. Oh. And Louie Wright was on that Denver team, and you know what he said? He said we got all screwed up. We didn't realize the half. We used a little cut. They had to guess what who it was. We got all screwed up. We didn't realize the half.
1: It's thirty minutes it was long. It's thirty minutes long. Right. So
4: we did our secondary meeting. We did the whole team meeting. Everything else, and we ran out. The security guy says, "Where are you going? You still got fifteen or twenty minutes." And he said, "We screwed up. We didn't know." He said, they really fouled them up." Took them out of mojo. And then, oh. the th- and then the third quarter, the Giants went crazy.
2: Giants dominated wow. them in the third but, uh, quarter. Well, That's interesting. Well, not a surprise because. Yeah. What team would be ready for it? Bar- Parcells and yeah, Belichick—they're right, going to know every right. detail, and they're going to have everybody ready to go, and it's not going to be a surprise. hundred percent good.
1: They're so detailed that group right there. That I mean, Mad Dog—you'll remember this—is he he wanted—he literally told McConkie before the game. To run out, you know how McConkie used to bring his towel and run around? He knew where the, they literally had pointed. The Giants fans are sitting here. We want you to go to these places and fire the crowd up. So it becomes a New York stadium. Wow. And that's how well thought out that group is. It's all of it. They didn't have a Saturday walkthrough practice because they had practiced so good all week. Like Phil knew he was right. gonna.
4: Your dad knew he was gonna play well. He, he knew felt he very confident. Fi- he knew
1: he was on fire. He, he was. was. The fact where Be- Parcells on Friday was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold- I mean, come on, save some of these throws for the game. And you know, it, it was that kind of week. And Monconkey Moncon- caught a touchdown pass off a deflection. Right? He not right. in that game. Right? People yes. still go. Your dad got lucky with that one touchdown. I go. He hit Mark Bavaro in the face. I mean, Mavaro just didn't catch it. <laughs> it. It was a good throw. They had a great second. They were up 10-9 yeah. at the half. They yeah. won 39-20. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good good really,
2: one. when you think about it, because it felt like it was going to be a great game, and we were at a mode then when the great games didn't happen very often. Yeah. They always you? got off the rails. Right. And it has been one of the amazing things of the last 20 years. Teams have figured out, I think, how not to completely fold the tents when they fall behind. Yeah. Because I think it used to be you get down by 7 or 10 or 14, and that was it. You're
4: the like, air was out of the bowl, bowl, and it was over. So, so
1: yeah, the pressure. But they've learned how to deal with that. 100%. Yeah. And, then,
4: and don't forget, that game, Denver was coming off the 98-yard drive. Right. And the Giants played Denver in a regular season. And it was, it was close. a close game, 21-17. I or, think it
1: was nineteen twelve. 12 or, or something like that. It was a close game. Yeah, so right. they had,
4: and, and then Denver fell 17 actually, I uh, think. close game. George Martin had a big fumble recovery touchdown right. in that game. Dad, Who to win that one? The, uh, the, Giants, the Giants were. The Giants
1: the were. But yeah, in the regular season, the Giants con- converted a third and forty six. In that game? In that game. Oh, I didn't realize to that. To get it down and kick the game winning field goal. It was very close. Wow, all right. right, so wait. I want to ask both of you guys, because I, I love you guys and I love your guys' history and everything like that. Like, right off the bat, what's the best Super Bowl you you what to you? What's Matt and I want you next, Mike, but like wow. what's your favorite Super Bowl of all time, or you just sit there when I say that and you go, Mmm, that one was special. Boy, oh
4: boy. Ah, that's a.
1: You know, there's the
4: Patriots losing to the Giants when they were 16 and 0, or 18 and 0. Yeah, that was the Giant Buffalo one, no turnovers, right? With the field goal, field goal that Norwood missed. That was a hell of a game. What about you, Mike? Like, what's your top two or
2: three? Well, you know, it's funny. I want to go with the Tom Brady answer and say the next one, (laughs) but but I'll (laughs) say 43. 43 was the first one I ever attended in person. Steelers Cardinals. Yeah, Steelers Cardinals, and it was you know think about some of the iconic plays, the James Harrison. return for a touchdown right, right. before half. Right. The, the Larry Fitzgerald shot out of the cannon when it was like holy crap, the Cardinals are going to win the Super Bowl. Right. I, my brain can't comprehend that a 9 and 7 team has been downtrodden for decades is somehow going to beat the Steelers yeah. and win the Super Bowl and then they drive down and I remember I remember wishing and hoping that it went to overtime and that somebody would win with a first-drive field goal because I'd always hated that rule. Oh, right. And it wasn't until the next year in the NFC Championship that it happened. But I'm thinking, if the Steelers kick a field goal here because they ended up scoring the touchdown, they go to overtime, somebody wins a coin toss, scores a field goal, everybody's going to lose their mind, and they're finally going to fix this overtime rule that I thought was horribly unfair. Well, are
4: we going to fix it now? We've had it twice in the last four years. Are we finally going to get this fixed now? We- they're going I think, to. I think
1: they're going to tweak something. I think something. they're going to do it. You know yeah. what I think
2: they're going to do? I think regular season is going to stay the same. And I think in the postseason, you're going to have one guaranteed possession per team. Josh
1: Allen will get the ball. Josh
2: Allen gets the ball. Right. And then if Josh Allen scores a touchdown, as he would have that day, right. they decide whether or not they go for two or whether or not they take their chances and kick off again when it converts to sudden death. Right. So so you get a chance to match the score right. of the team that gets the ball I first. Like and after that, it's sudden death. Yeah. Even if it means the coin flip
4: gives one team
2: two possessions.
4: Yeah, right. I mean, there's a lot of variations. I've had some quarters tell me, how about first to eight? First to eight. Yeah, so in other words, oh, if the defense you got yeah. two chances to stop, if you score the touchdown, you could still stop on a two point conversion. Right, gotcha. Let's do it that way. That's not going to do that, but it's there's a lot of variation. Do they, yeah. do yeah. right. they don't want to do anything gimmicky. They don't want to do spot and
2: choose. They don't want to do
4: anything fundamentally changing the, the game. Right, it's especially, be that. especially if the regular
2: season is going to stay the same the regular season stays the same, you can't roll out spot and shoes for the postseason. It's got to be just a continuation, an extension of what you would do. In and the to regular be season. fair,
4: the Chiefs got burned three years ago when they didn't get yes, the ball. So now they right. got a chance to get it back. Now, Buffalo, the next time they'll win it and they'll get the ball first. <laughs> you know, this thing works. Yeah, don't work. but you know, but there,
2: there are teams out there that when they get burned by a bad rule and you would think they're going to start an effort to change it, right. they say, "Nope, we're good with it. Carmel, because next, Carmel, time, Carmel next come back. time it's going to get us. Right, we're going It's going to fall in our favor. Yeah. So we already got burned. We don't want it to change before we get the payoff on the back end. I yeah. think
4: the one rule that we discussed this last year, you were nice enough to talk about it, is they should change this stupid thing with the ball goes out of the end zone. The defense, <laughs> don't get <it> started. <laughs> the defense should Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, you're what? crazy. The you're defense crazy. should not get you the ball to 20-yard give, line. You want to give the ball back to the offense? No, you give them a 20-yard penalty, put them at the 20, but the defense didn't
1: recover the ball. Why should they get exactly. the ball? Because it's in their area. Exactly. It's the, only, again. You're, it's you're, the you're, only part of the whole field that has ownership. No, no, no. You're, put, our, you're, you're punishing it. You lose the ball it. in North Korea. Kim Jong Un gets to keep it. Uh, Sorry.
4: <laughs> I don't Sorry. Like, they should. Uh, uh, the offense should get the ball back at the twenty. Yeah. I'll give you that. But the defense should not get never, the ball when they recover the ball. They've on done the end nothing side. to get possession. And if that the ball is me, you like bounces. I do.
2: Just as simple as if it bounces out of bounds at the one-inch line, the offense gets it at the spot of the fumble. But okay. if it hits the pylon, yeah. the other team gets the ball. To the oh, ball. Okay. It makes no sense. Well, why? It just it's a game no of sense. inches, literally. It is the and- ultimate... That's what the rule has always been. That's why they keep it. Why is it the rule? Because it's always been the rule. That
1: area to stop a team from getting seven points to going into it is your area. You've lost the ball and it was free. I own that area. It's mine. I I once tried to figure out why that rule is what it is.
2: Dean Blandino was the senior VP of officiating. He said to me, "You know, once upon a time, the rule was if you threw a pass into the end zone and it touched the ground in the end zone." The other team got the ball. Wow, right. That's a long time yeah, ago. That was a long time ago. And a coat
4: yeah. and a coach giant won in '58. The Giants won the overtime toss. Right. And so they did not score. And then, but then he went down the field, and Dimitri scored the touchdown. Right. If you listen to the game broadcast, everybody says that nobody knew about the overtime rule. The fans cheered like crazy when they won the overtime t- t- Toss. So they knew that their team was going to get the ball first right. with a chance to win the game. Sure. And they stopped them, and then the United went right down the field, and they won a the game on the overtime.
2: Yeah. That's... 23-17. They're concerned about too much of an extension of the
4: game, too. Yeah, I know. That,
2: that's the Forget, other problem. Right. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to have too many reps in the game, but they right. don't want to do anything too gimmicky, and if the regular season is going to stay the same, look for it to be like what we saw. The Bills would have gotten the ball again. They score a touchdown. They could and have get done one, one, one way or the other. One point, they got a kickoff, and it's sudden death, or they go for two. They, wouldn't that be something?
4: I would have. I could have made the argument in that. Now, they didn't. wouldn't have done it, but with 13 seconds to go, I considered the fact. You know what? Why don't you go for two here? You had gotten a two-point conversion of the first time. You knew that he wasn't done because he had the three timeouts. Why don't you put the freaking game away? You got a better chance against the chief defense to get the two points than to hold the Chiefs from not kicking a field goal. That's a good point. It's, it's not a bad thought. But uh, they, you know that's too radical. But you, I, I did cross my mind. And at the time. and yeah.
2: with 13 seconds left,
4: you defend with a different sense of urgency because the guy got a touchdown. Because you
2: know well well. But but even if even if. Because it's not overtime. If if you don't get it, you say, "Hey, we're gonna lose the game if we let these guys get in field goal." That's true. Oh, that's the other way. So I win or lose on the two point try. I think there's a certain amount of complacency that gets baked into the cake. I agree with that. When, when, well, worst-case
4: scenario is we get the coin toss and maybe we win in overtime. You see, if they get the two-point conversion, the Chiefs are not going to score a touchdown. And if they don't get the two-point conversion, they might play better defense yep. so the Chiefs
1: can't get the they're field goal. More, yeah, that's a great they point. Be, they got to protect but it. This guy's pretty smart. Well, I don't know why I they a network well, after. Well, I mean, of. that's why they, they're paying them $70 uh, million a year dot. Matt 69.5. Wait, so I want to go more history with you guys, all right? I want to do more all right. Other than Phil Simms and Super Bowl Twenty-One, which was the greatest performance in Super Bowl history, we know that. But <laughs> well, quarterback? No. Or just tell me like, what's the one performance? Doesn't even have to be a quarterback that you look at to just go, "Dan, that's the one that really jumps out to me." Dude. From like, any, from anybody in particular? Any, yeah, anybody. You can go anywhere you want. But well, how about?
4: Uh, well, how about Marcus Allen's
1: game against Washington? Uh, that's in 83. pretty special, right? What
4: do you have? One hundred and seventy-three yards, and, and then uh, ran the wrong way ran and the shot way the yeah. yeah, that was
0: a, that was a big. That's a special one. Timmy Smith, or, Smith. Tim Smith. But, but it was Doug
2: Williams and. That same game, yes, though, you when could. They're down ten nothing
4: at the end of the 35 first quarter, in the quarter, and exploded. Yeah, thirty-five points. I mean, I mean how, you know, how, let's go to the first one. He gets in at three o'clock. He gets in at seven o'clock in the morning. He's half in the bag. How about Max McGee? Max McGee, McGee? <laughs> went crazy that in the right. Super Bowl. Not one that's a hard story. Still drunk. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> catching and one and hand it catches right. That's a good one. <laughs> that yeah. is a good one. You know,
4: it's funny too. You made me think of Super Bowls. You know, in '90, that was the first one I covered. Right. That was in New Orleans. And that was the San Francisco. Right. 89 oh, that one. season. 89. Yeah, yeah, come right. on, oh. Washington yeah, Commanders. Yeah, yeah. So I had, we had Mike and I, my old partner, Mike Francesca, we had Madden on. And right. some were all together. And Madden, you know, Madden, you know he had gotten it. He was there about eight, nine years. And he we had a good interview. And he says, hey, guys, do me a favor. I want you to come to my suite sometime this week. I want to show you something. Meet right. Mike and myself. Right. So during the week, we go up to his suite. He was in one of those nice little boutique hotels on the French Quarter. And he says, here, sit down. He's got the Telestrator out. He says, watch this. He shows you all the plays. John Taylor's going to do that. Rice is going to do this. They can't stop Roger Craig. Wright can't guard him. Foley stinks. This game's got no chance. 55-10 fifty five ten San Francisco. Right, That's so he was one. calling the shot. Oh, I, I yeah. was
1: good. Right. Very good. Yeah. I, and that I
4: was bet. a year
2: after a really close one too. So we were starting to expect that was It was a year after the Bengals. of yeah, the yeah. And so we're thinking, all game. right, hey, maybe we get a good game here. We got John Elway. We you know he's back again and that was there was horrible. a stretch where the horrible.
4: games are terrible. Terrible. Buffalo da- Buffalo and uh, Washington was terrible. Yep. Yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo Dallas, Dallas was terrible. Was terrible. Yeah, right. Buffalo Dallas was bad. The last one thirty to thirteen. That was a bad game. We're now at the point where we expect to Good game. That's
2: why I'm afraid that this year, because if the Rams want to win this one, you got to step on the throat. I their and they potential. And they could blow them out. You know, yeah. I
1: see a close game. I mean, I would be surprised if it's not a close game, but I could. I think there's a little more blowout potential in this year's game than for the before. Rams to yeah, win. Yeah, I do. I could see the Rams being. The, listen, the Rams have been playing good football as we've discussed for a while. Stafford had a few moments where we go, "What the hell is he doing?" But the team itself was playing at a high level. And he's playing at a high level right now to where I go, Man, they execute the way they've been playing. Now, I don't completely. They get a strip sack fumble. I don't completely Jaylen trust them. I hear you. No, I hear you. Because don't completely trust them. Just like we saw last week. I mean, they got to the four-yard line, the second drive of the game. He tried to fit a tight and ball. And that boy should have been picked
4: off on the end zone, uh, on the 50-yard line with nine minutes, ten minutes I, to go. I get it. I I, get I get he it.
1: picks that ball off. The Niners might win the game. Well, maybe. Let's. There's a lot there, too. I don't like oh, they that. Been, they would have been up. Jalen Ramsey dropped the interception in That was later, though. That was
4: later. Right. Uh, and McVay in that game was so bad. The 50 little challenges, him, a little challenges. 54-yard field goal. He challenged, he uses timeouts. Oh, he was chasing the whole he game. He was chasing.
1: There, there was, that was their kryptonite. I, well, here's
4: why I like Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two reasons. I'm leaning Rams and he's oh. starting to convince me. Well, here's the thing. Good. Hey, Let could him you convince see you. Cincinnati win? <laughs> you could see Cincinnati win. Yes. Yeah, could could you sure. see Cincinnati cover and lose? Absolutely. Four points is a lot of points. You can see this game 23-20. You can't see this game 27-24 sure. in a minute. You can see the Rams winning, but you also can see the Rams winning but not covering, like San Francisco. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I could see the Rams win the game, but if you take the Bengals with the four or four and a half, you're going to win anyway. We both had that. We both had Rams by three. I know. Did you? Yeah. I had the Rams too. I got yeah. killed with it. So yeah. that's one reason why I could take Cincinnati in this.
1: Yeah, game. I, I hear you. Hey, the way the NFL set up, the Bengals—they're a never say die team. The receivers, Chase. The Receivers. You know, again, the way the NFL rules. Nothing's going right to bother now. them. Twenty-one, three down
4: to the Chiefs, no, and they came back to win. Bother this well, group. Well, you know, here's no the about it,
2: too. Now, you know, we see a lot of people with jerseys of all the different teams, and there's a certain amount of Rams fans, I'm going to be paying close attention to how many Bengals fans start showing up Thursday, Friday. I remember the Super Bowl in New York when it was Denver and Seattle right. and we all kind of thought Denver was better. The Seahawks fans T-L's took dominated. the place over. Right. They took the place over. Right. And, and two years ago in Miami, the Chiefs fans took, took, over. It over. took it over. And I think there's something to be said for that. If the Bengals fans take over that stadium on
4: Sunday, I'm not sure there's enough of them to travel, though. You think there's going to be that many? There are a lot of them in Nashville.
2: I know this is a lot farther away than Nashville from Cincinnati, but they had 30,000 of them show up to see them off in the stadium yesterday. So there's a lot of rabid Bengals fans. This is a
4: major problem for these two franchises here. They don't have a home field advantage, no. especially the Chargers. No. The Chargers is ridiculous. Right. And if you're a Ram fan, did you like what how San Francisco in Week 18 and then in the championship game they took over the building? I know. It's
2: a major problem. But that's what you get when you abandon a market for 20 years and, and you, you give back, all these millions of people license yeah. to pick up whatever team they want. And then those teams come to town. They're going to try to buy yeah, a ticket to come right. watch that team.
1: But they're laying down the tracks. They're a foundation yeah, right they're, now. yeah, yeah. Sure. I agree. Stadiums great. I haven't been to the stadium. I haven't been there yet either. Will like, be there, there the first time this weekend. Nope. I haven't can't wait. I know, but I, I mean, they are. I feel like there's buzz around. I feel like I do go in our hotel, other places. Workers, there's, some peppy. there's, there, some there's Rams like Rams juice. juice. How can you not like some of the guys on the team and be excited about that, right? I mean, McVeigh's Hollywood. Hey, they fit the mold. That's for sure. And got, the Rams I'll in the late '60s. Yeah. You know,
4: the Rams in the late '60s were a great team, and they never won. They never won a Here's playoff some game. some They never won a playoff game. You know they got burned in '67 in Lombardi's last year. They were 11-1 and 2, and the Packers were 9-4 and 2, and they had to play in Green Bay in the first round because in those days oh, they, they rotated home field. Right. And right. the Rams, who beat the Packers late in the year, had to go to. They were 11-1 and 2, right. and they had to go play in Green Bay in the first. And the Packers were 9-4 and 1, whatever they were, and they had to play a road game in the first round. Yeah, we your, your hair crazy,
1: cold. but you got good history. I like that.
4: Hey, I did hey, not hey, know that one. The week after the Immaculate reception
2: one. game. The undefeated Dolphins went to, to Pittsburgh. To the, right. Because it was
4: rotation. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Larry right. Seiple on a fake Isn't punt. It crazy, though? Isn't it
2: crazy yeah, to they think did that, that they didn't crazy. put on merit? They didn't yeah.
1: award those games based on merit? It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and you know what? When I was growing up, too, the wild card teams, the div- they in the play, same division, they play. couldn't play each other. I they wish changed. they would change that back. I, I, do you, you don't like the, the wild card team. I don't want to see Rams Cardinals again in the wild card round. It's like I just saw you a few weeks ago, and I saw you a few weeks before that. I don't want to see that in the wild card. Range. Yeah, I don't I, that's you
4: know you got so many teams in the playoffs. So you live, and you also have situations where you have the rematches because they play I division know. in the last I, seven. I know. So you're going to have a chance where you're going to have that rematch in the next week. That's dangerous. I don't love that. Don't, I agree with you. I don't oh, like too many playoff good. teams
2: though to work your way around. It. It's uh, hard, too man. many. There should not you be. Like four teams? Seven?
4: I don't think you know because those two. Seven Seven matchups now the Colts almost beat the Bills but the other three two seven matchups bad, so bad, far have bad. not been good the good thing you do like about it is that the one seed there's a lot on the line for the one seed you win a playoff game and you get everything at home yes. doesn't help Tennessee right. see if you're the top two seeds you say you know what I'll worry about the championship game when I get there let me get the bye week with only one team there's more of an accent yeah. to get the one seed because you get the
1: bye week. Definitely,
2: it's I definitely. just think there's so much pressure on the one seed. You haven't played. You're facing a oh, team look, that's it's just won a game. Good point. They got nothing to lose. And both lost this year. Sure. And if they catch you, if they catch you right. wobbly early, good and point. it's a game just happened in both games. Same day. Yeah. but Green Bay 100%. got off
4: to the good start. Tennessee fell apart, but Green Bay was up 7-0 oh. in that game. You
2: know, the Green Bay game was lost when Mercedes
1: Lewis fumbled. Yeah, because they if they well score down. that drive and go up 14-0, 14-0 nothing. it's over. Right, even 10-0. They never got up by two scores, right, to point. make Jimmy G have to throw and get and it And that was his
4: second drive, right? They got right. the ball second back. Right, second drive,
1: there. bootleg, Mercedes Lewis, as soon as he catches it, Fred Warner Because I'm thinking this, gonna be,
2: this thing is going to be they over like it. by halftime, if not sooner. And the 49ers, that's the thing when you're the inferior team, if they let you hang Around. Oh, I didn't let know. Let you hang around. That's happened. why I think the Bengals could if the,
4: the if the Rams and a, have to and a, blow them off the field. And the Rams have let teams hang around. Seventeen three 3 uh, seventeen no nothing doubt. Niners week yeah. eighteen. No doubt. Tampa dead as a door. Oh they nail. were
1: killing them. They should have been up by forty. Right. Let them hang they around. Really shouldn't have been that cl- uh, they no, have They have were controlling the first half. They
4: let teams hang around. That's why I kinda like the points with the Bengals. Hey, would um you have M V P vote? I don't know I'm not Nope, I do not. Wow, I'm shocked by that. I would give that. it to well, I got to be a writer.
1: Yeah, but you'd give it to Rodgers. I would have to give I it. I forgot to you that. had to be a writer for that. You got to right. be a writer. Yeah. Uh, same with baseball. Yeah. All right. All right, well, so all those
4: awards you give it to Rogers. Get, you and I get knocked out of that damn thing. Well, you yep. get one, right? Because of well, football. No, no they, no, they don't like me. They don't like <laughs> They don't, don't like me. They don't like people
2: who speak the truth.
4: That's the problem. Well, that's why the fans like it. That's the most important. Yeah. That's right. the NFL
1: does not like you right, So you're leaning Bengals. I would lean Bengals. You're leaning Bengals with the the points. Uh, you're uh, like, and I also yeah. take the under. I think like,
4: this game is 24-21. Okay. All right. Both scoring, and it's 48-and-a-half. Yeah, 48-and-a-half. All right, your go Rogers MVP. Yep. You would do that? I would do it. Mike told me today on my radio, little radio show that he thinks Rodgers is going to leave. Yes. So I'm going to go agree, with him.
1: I would agree with that, too. I think so that's I'll go
4: with him happen. on that one. He knows more than me. Right. So he thought even Tennessee, Mike did a good job. I think
2: Tennessee that. makes sense, but Denver is where all the signs are pointing. Right, because
4: Hackett, and they, I guess they have some money. Uh, but uh, I, I think, uh, you know, it's been a great year. The, that quarterfinals, the divisional, divisional round, round, was so good. Those four games were yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. And you know what? You didn't think the two championship games? After you have those four great divisional games, you think you're going to get a lousy game? Yeah. The two divisional games they were great. The championship games were were pretty good. They were. They I, were, thought we were good gonna, I thought we were going. I thought we were going to
2: get a lousy one. I was hoping we were going to get a lousy one because I picked the Chiefs to cover. I picked them to win 41-24, 40, and I'm thinking this is good. This is going to be 41 forty one twenty. I got a chance to hit forty one twenty four when it's twenty three. Think
1: got the NFL and the NBC would rather have the Chiefs here than the Jeff Bengals, Rams, the, right? I agree. Rams. Rams.
2: It's that uh, even though uh, Jared Goff's long gone. Todd Gurley's long gone. That Rams Chiefs game from the regular season. Oh, that's true too. You could have played that back. to 50, right? Well, yeah.
1: it's like right. Nothing beats them at home, still in the Super Bowl again, right? I think quarterbacks,
2: that's...
4: quarterbacks with the
2: ratings.
1: Yeah, they drive. You know, the what, you know what? Though yeah.
2: it doesn't matter anymore because it's the Super Bowl. Just too big. We, we talked about that yesterday. Whatever two teams, if it was Jaguars and Lions, as long as they earn their spot there, I think it's great. still the Super Bowl. Yeah. But
4: you know that 100 million is the key number. In close game, they like to break that 100 million. You would know. Yeah. They want to break that 100 million number, so we we'll hey, see if they do Hey, what's the that? rest
2: of the country doing? We were talking about that yesterday. There's 350 million, 400 million people in the country. What the hell is everybody else doing if only 100 million are watching the Super Bowl? <laughs> Where are they all? <laughs> Where
4: are uh, they? Knicks <laughs> <Next> basketball?
1: <laughs> Damn, I don't think so. I was <laughs> uh, right. I hey, don't know. Great scene, <laughs> oh, I know you, Mike. Always appreciate you coming in. The he's man. the man. Job. Chris it.
0: Mad Dog
2: Russo. They named a whole network after him. Pretty soon it's just going to be called Mad Dog. No I mean,
0: serious. You don't even just need Mad to. Dog. I know. I'll be I know. back. He's the star. He's the MVP. live right
1: after this. See you, man.
2: There's the cover. Eric Dickerson, watch my smoke. Watch Eric Dickerson. Listen to Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson, Hall of Famer, is with us. Congratulations on the book, Autobiography. Yes. Are you misquoted in your own autobiography like Charles Barkley was? (laughs)
5: No, not at all. (laughs) Really? He was? Yes. No, not not at all. I got to say, Greg Hanlon did a great job with this book. It sounds just like me. Uh, I just finished the audio book uh, like three weeks ago. That was very difficult but I'm glad I did it.
1: You, like, are a trendsetter, I think, so much more than people realize. You have an unbelievable career, unbelievable stories from recruiting I want to get into when you're picking colleges and everything. First thing I want to do is just, like, like, did, I don't think people realize your face mask you wore, right? That's so <laughs> famous now in the NFL. Nah, yeah, nah. You're the first one to wear that. Yeah. You know, with your goggles, Deion Sanders then wore, it, then Emmett Smith wore, it, and now Lamar Jackson and all cool players want to wear it. Like, tell us how that came about and wearing that.
5: I, I first when I first got to playing uh, college football, they had the one the bar down the middle. Right. And, right. I, and I, had, I hated that bar. And, yeah. And uh, my, my senior year, one of the trainers came and came in. He said, "Hey, Eric," he said, uh, "We have a new mask. We want you to try? Right. The prototype." And I, I put it on. I said, oh, I love it. I, uh, <laughs> I love it. And so I, I wore it from my senior year all the way till my child. Retirement football. Boy, I love those two runs. Oh, man. those are oh, good yeah. runs yeah. right there. Oh, man. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. <laughs> I had the Jets, boy.
1: You <laughs> have the jets. Wait, wait. So why we're talking about Jets, can I jump in on this? I mean, why you're burning the Jets. Now, I'd love that. This is where I wanted to go. You're one of the fastest players in the history of the NFL, right? I guess Yeah, yeah, yeah you are. I mean, come I, on. I, I, How many I, times I you have run for I, an 80-yard touchdown? I can run. I can run. But. There's you played against. I want to know kind of like the Eric Dickerson fastest guys in the history of football. Like in your mind, who's the fastest guy? Yeah,
5: like who would you put up there? Now Daryl Green, I know did oh, run you down. Oh, Daryl Green. No, no, no. Him? No one could outrun Daryl Green. Nobody, nobody. Not Dion, you don't no, think? No, no. You can say they say that no one. Let me tell you something. Right. Um, this was about. 15 years ago. I mean, I, know I'm I was, I was, I just turned 51. I'm at a golf tournament. This guy says, you know, the fast guy in the NFL was Bo Jackson. And Dion. I said, nope. Oh, I'm telling you. Was he arguing? I said, I'm telling you, look it up. Oh, i will tell you. I'm telling you. So he looks it up. He says, see right here, Dar Green, a 4'3". I said, how old was he? Yeah. Oh, my God, he was 50 Poor years man. old. Yeah. I, I said, exactly. I said, man, I said, no one could outrun Daryl. Darryl ran as fast as he had to. That's how fast he was. Right.
1: Okay. That's cool. That's yep. big stuff coming yep. from you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because most of the world doesn't realize, like, they know he's fast, but everybody puts him no, on. You're right. No. Bo, he, Tyree no. Kill now.
5: He can't outrun uh, uh, Green. Yeah. I love it. I love it.
2: 21.05 is still the number, the single-season rushing record you've held since 1984,
5: with 17 games now. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you get a little nervous? Yeah. Nah, I don't get nervous about it. You know, it's very difficult to get those those 2,000 yards. And I've told people that over and over. Matter of fact, this year when Derrick Henry was on pace, really on 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 a better pace than he was the year before. I kept saying he's not going to get it. And I, and I don't never want to see a guy get hurt. That's not, I never want yeah, to right. see him break a record. But, but it just takes so much to go right to break a record, like any record. I mean, you got to stay healthy. You can't fall behind. You can't have your offensive lineman get hurt. Everything has to go perfect. And the year I got it, I mean, things didn't go right at first. I mean, it, it was going better my rookie season. And the year I, I broke the record, I had a bad toe, and I didn't think I was going to be able to play. And then a guy named um, Tuthill made it a, a toe piece. I still have it in my house, a toe piece. That won my shoe my whole career and made me to play.
1: Who, who's the running back you look at right now? I mean, I know you, Derek Henry's the man. But who's another guy that you just go, man, I love watching him run? You know, In the NFL right now. Is there one that, you, that you're that you a real fan of? Anyway? I mean, I,
5: I'm, a, I'm a fan of Zeke. I mean, I, I yeah. really, I'm, I'm I like Zeke. Zeke's been doing it for a long time. I liked when right. he came came in. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's it's not a lot of backs. That's the thing. It's not a lot. We, we had it's a plet- different era. Right. We had, we had myself. We had Marcus. We had Earl Campbell. We had Walter right. Payton. I mean, right. You can go down the line of yeah. back after back after back. In
1: the middle of the road running backs were like uh, Joe Morris. Who oh, good. Joe, you know right? I mean? Joe Morris. Right. Joe Morris from the Giants. Yeah, right. I know. It, it, it,
5: it was a lot of guys out there. But right now, you know, it's just a few guys. I mean, I like Derek Henry because he's a big back. Like you. I, I, I like big backs. And right. Because the guy said, oh, he's a big back. How big is he? Oh, he's 5'10", 220. I'm like, five, wow, that's a little of <laughs> guy. I'm a back. What's your relationship <laughs> with the Rams currently? You got the hat on, so it must be good. Um, I'll say this much. I mean, I love my football team. I, I love playing for the football team. Um, I'm happy to be associated. associate. I work for the team. Um, but. You know, it's football. I mean, it's, it's business as usual. I mean, it's, it's still a business. You got people. I think people don't understand that it's business, no matter what. It was business back then, even though it was a bad business back when I played. But uh, you know, it's it's it's, a, it's way different than it was when I played for the Los Angeles Rams.
2: That, it's not that long ago, but. You know, to the extent Rams fans are happy, they've got a team now that's made it to a couple of Super Bowls. You know, you yeah, you, you started up a little bit with Jeff Fisher. <laughs> he 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 messed with the wrong marine a few years ago. Uh, uh, I mean, you, you that was that was uh, that was real, right? That was raw. There was a few weeks there where there was some back and forth before uh, well, Fisher got fired.
5: Well, it's, it started because I had said on my radio show about you know. In LA, we we wanna win. We don't wanna we don't wanna almost win. And they say, oh man, if we'd have had another quarter, if, if this wouldn't happen, happened, I say, that's what losers say. And so I said I said, we we need to win. I'm saying and eight and eight and seventy-nine is just not gonna cut. It. I said, this is LA, this is not St. Louis. And so then I got a call. I got a call from Jeff Fisher. He called me and and, and said that, you know, that they did did not want me on the sideline. I made the players (laughs) feel uncomfortable. I made his coaches feel uncomfortable. (laughs) That's what he said to me. I mean, he said that. And and I'm not going to talk about his players and and expect things from the team. Right. I said, okay. And then I won't forget he said a few more other things. I didn't say one word. I just listened. Yeah. And so he he said, okay. I said, well, thanks, Jeff, for calling me. I appreciate it. He said, okay, okay. And they said, okay, I'll talk to you. I said, oh, no, 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 no. It's my turn now. And I, 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 I broke it down to him. I said, Jeff, I said, really, I want to thank you for the call, man. I said, I appreciate it. I said, but one, understand one thing. I said, man, F the Rams. I don't work for the Rams. I didn't work for the Rams. Right. I said, I played for that football team. I said, I wore that uniform. I said, man, you're just a coach. I said when you leave the Rams, I will still always be Eric Dickerson of the Los Angeles Rams. And you know, went on and and you know, then he said, Eric man, I didn't want that. I want you to come to the games. I said, man, I said, as long as you head coach, I'll never come back. Damn. Yeah. 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 So, I like it. okay. Yeah. Keep it real. I keep, I keep it Watch 100. Watch my smoke. i keep it one hundred. Just like just like the road. I keep I keep it
1: I keep it one hundred. I mean I love this. You got me hooked I like to smoke too, so it's all good. I'm I like, think wait. He's, what are you smoking? I think he's <laughs> moving up. I think he's moving to LA. He's been here a week. I
4: <laughs> let's do
1: that Uh-oh. all right i'm so excited i'm like legitimately you have so many crazy stories about the history of football you know first off your hair is amazing second <laughs> Dude, off girl. you're one of the first big time franchise running backs to say wait i want to get the hell out of here trade me or pay me more money and what I want to specifically ask you is urban legend stories, right? you I are mean, going the, back what's to the college. Urban okay. Well, I always was told that Texas A&M and like Statue of limitations is gone, right? They can't it's come gone. back in the NCAA. It's sue gone. Him statute. Or anything, right? <laughs> statute. By the way, statute, right. not statue but you're. But you're good. I always heard that <laughs> A&M got you a car, right, <laughs> to go to Texas A&M, and you took the car and said, I'm going to go to SMU. And like, what are they going to do about it? <laughs> well, I'll say this
5: much here about that story. All right. It's some truth to that story. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I've always said my grandmother bought that Trans Am. Right. And my grandmother did buy the Trans Am. People thought that my grandmother was the lady who raised me. That was my great great aunt, because I was adopted. I was legally adopted. I didn't she know She was that. older. So people okay. didn't know that. And it's in right. my book. And so my grandmother, my grandfather lived in Houston. My grandfather had a great job. He's a crane operator. And my, my grandmother, they, they got a new car like every three years. So they knew I wanted this car, and and, and A&M was pushing hard, talking to everybody in my family. Right. So they had me go down to to Leo Johnnigan, Leo Johnnigan Pontiac, (laughs) right there off I-10. Right. And say, hey, I want want to look at at a car. So I go down there with them, and make a long story short, they come back, okay, here's the keys. I'm like... What? Just take the car. Well, I'm like, cool. I get, I get a new car. <laughs> so I got the car, and and I, I, I won't, I won't forget. I asked my mom. Mom, I said, Mama, how did you get this car, said, Eric? Don't you worry about it. Yeah. No, this is. Right. You're not gonna get in any trouble behind that car. <laughs> I said, okay. Yeah. So years later, after I would finished playing pro football, I asked my grandmother. I said, I said, Mama Johnny, May. I used to call her Mama Johnny. Man, why well, did I get that car? She said, Eric. She said, we paid for that car. She said, you know, we paid, we paid for the car, and. And them gave us the money back for the car. <laughs> right.
1: There we go. That was it. I was going to say, somebody got <laughs> to give money <laughs> that,
5: that so they, so they, gave him, they gave him the cash back. For the car. So that's it. I love that's it. Good. It's an awesome story. Tell us Thanks. more about it.
2: where we can it. get the book and anything you want. This is your time to sell it, get people uh, to buy it.
5: You can get the book. You can order the book on Amazon. Um, you know, at a lot of bookstores, you can get the book also. Look, the, the book is not just about my life in the NFL. It's just my life, period. I mean, a, and a lot start, starts off talking about my life in Indianapolis with the Colts. It wasn't. It wasn't a good. It was not a good start. But it's. it's I mean, it's, it's my story, and I right. think it, it captivates you right off the bat because it tells a story about, you know, an interaction I had with me and Bob Ossie and some other players. Uh, I talk about my time with the Rams, leaving the Rams. I think the main thing that I want people to know is that first of all, I've always hated when people judge people that they don't know. Right. And and, and being athletes, we've always. Who carry that burden, you know. People didn't know my situation with the Rams. They're like, "I'm eating money hungry." Yeah.
1: You were judged a lot. A,
5: you a were lot, a lot, yeah. And I, we had no outlet. And my thing was, I just wanted to be paid right. I mean, think about my first year. I was the second pick in the draft behind Elway. I'm making $150,000. <laughs> I mean, my, the year I ran for 2,000. And
1: leading the NFL in rushing. And my year I ran yeah. for
5: 2,000 yards. I think I was making, I was making 275. Damn. You know I mean? and, it, and, it was, and it was just, it just got worse and worse. At one point, I went to the general manager. And I had, It took me a month to get a meeting with him. I said, I'll tell you what. Now think about this. I said, I'll go year by year. If I have 1,500 yards, pay me like a quarterback. Pay me a million dollars, a million five. And I won't forget, he said, no, we're not going to do that. So, boom, it just it just yeah. got worse and worse at that right, point. Right. So, but, I, but I wanted to play for that team my whole career, but yeah. I didn't, so it is what it is. Yeah, business is business. Yep. Just
2: one of the stories you'll read about in Watch My Smoke or hear about if you get the audio version, narrated <laughs> by Eric Dickerson. Man. Hey, great seeing you. Congratulations on your success. Congratulations on the book, and we hope to talk to you again real soon. Hey, thank you very much. You're the
5: man, Eric Dickerson. All right, thanks. You moving to Hollywood? Uh, I'm
2: damn. <laughs> <laughs> the rules. I
1: like the rules out here.
3: So Matthew, if we were casting the movie of your life, who do you think would play you? Uh,
1: That's a great question. I have no idea. Um, I'll say Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know how he is at throwing the football, but uh, <laughs> modern technology, I'm sure we can make it look good. I don't know. I could they have a similar shaped head and face. I, I guess so. They could make it work. I do think. I guess so. Well, that's quite bright, braggadocious by him to think he should be played by yeah, the I handsome uh, Leonardo see. DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leo, I'll go with Leo. Leo was at the game. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure Leo seems to be somewhat of a sports fan. I, I. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of stars at this we, game. We are probably going to. Well, the Super Bowl generally right, attracts that. Super Bowl in L. A. Yeah, it's going to be wild. There's going to so. be people that.
2: Uh, Uh, We're going to see and we're going to be like, wait a minute, what are they doing here? Right, right. Why am I on the same field as that
1: person? They're too big time to be here next to me. It's
2: been a crazy week so far, and it gets even crazier tomorrow. We were looking at the schedule. We got a lot of interviews tomorrow that we're going to tape throughout the course of the day. And I don't even know how many of them are going to make it to the show. But today was great. Eric Dickerson was awesome. Go get his book. What's his book? Watch my smoke. Watch my smoke. That could be. That would be that, would be. that would be life too. story. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You know what? You can't copyright titles. Damn so you can do watch my Damn smoke it. also. Damn. So you're good to go. Right. Uh, Justin Herbert was awesome. Awesome. Mad Dog is always Mad oh, Dog. It was
1: amazing.
2: You guys got limitless energy. Yes. I was on with him a half hour. Right. After talking to him for a half hour, I feel like I need to take a nap. After having him on the show with us for 20 minutes, I feel like I need to take another nap. Yeah. He is incredible. No. Fun. He's, he's so amazing. So he's been
1: like that ever since I was a little kid, growing up, listening to the WFN. There There's it is. my books. <laughs> Watch me, I should call it, watch me toke. Watch me Not smoke. No, smoke, watch uh, me toke. So how do they, they do that that fast? Don't. That, our man that EJ. Ready. EJ. Our EJ's man got EJ it down pat. Again. Did I, I want to see you in those glasses. glasses. No, you don't. No, <laughs> Thank you don't. No. Watch me smoke. Uh, I like it. Watch me smoke. Well, <laughs> if you come and find me here in California <laughs> after the show, you might be able to see that in action. There's a dispensary nearby. I have to visit there tomorrow. I may have to go there now. I better go there before you do because I have nothing left. I would like to clean it out.
2: It's legal. It is legal. It's good. Good for you. Right. Helps reduce stress. I got that. Stress level high tomorrow with all the COVID that's going to be in the building. I've given up. Good. I've accepted. All you can do. Good. I can run, but I can't hide. You're here. That's right. Thanks for some of your time. Enjoyed (laughs) it as always. We'll be back again tomorrow. Check us out around the clock at ProFootballTalk.com. See ya. See ya.
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing.